a day in the life of an electrician? Well, I haven't got a lot to compare it to because I've always been an electrician. However, when I left school, I did try a year at mechanics. I also tried a year at being an accountant, bookkeeping. And I can say from what the experience what I had with them, being an electrician is better. And in this podcast, I'm going to go into a typical day of what an electrician does from day to day. Then you can compare it to your day to see if an electrician's day is better. Toolbox Talks for Electricians, helping electricians reduce stress, gain back time and earn more money. Welcome back once again. My name is Ben Poulter, your host of Toolbox Talks for Electricians. And in this podcast, I'm going to describe a day as an electrician, a day of what we get up to, the highs and the lows of being a self-employed electrician. I would say the majority of the day as an electrician is a high, but without the lows, how do we know what the highs feel like? So my alarm, it's set for 5.30. And I get up early just because I'm a firm believer in the early bird catches a worm. And when you get up that little bit earlier, it makes your day a bit longer. You get a lot more done. And if you sit down at the end of the day, when your energy is basically all gone, it's it's a bit of an annoying sort of thing. So you don't want to do that. So that's what I do. I get up nice and early when my energy is high. So at the beginning of the day, I get a lot more done when I get up early. Also, I get up early because the house is nice and quiet. There's nobody There's nobody in the house running around to get ready for school or get ready for work. So I've got that time to myself early in the morning just to get myself organized and ready for the day. So I make myself a cup of tea and get ready. And depending on the jobs that I've got going on, it's easy enough to sit down and with this Google spreadsheet that I've created, I just simply email out the invoices from maybe the previous days of the jobs I've done. I don't worry about the certificates straight away because I don't send the certificates until the invoice is paid. However, if it's a report where I'm doing an EICR or something like that on someone's house, I'll let the customer know an email that maybe it's failed or it's passed just to let them know whether they want the remedial work quoted for. Then after an hour of getting up and doing all that, I'll jump in the van and get on the road to my first job. And usually by half six, seven o'clock, it's probably a bit early to knock on a a domestic customer's house to say, right, I'm here to start the work. So it gives me plenty of time to take the dog for a quick walk. I am old school. I've got it written down in my diary of the basically the places which I'm going every day. So if I ever go to the wholesalers or need to go to the wholesalers for anything, I've got a detailed description of what I'm doing that week so I can pick up materials so it saves me all these visits to the wholesalers. And it is well renowned inside my local wholesalers that Ben likes a box. I do like a box. I like putting each job's materials in a separate box just so I know that I've got everything for that job. There's been too many times where I've got all the materials for the job, I've put them all in one box, and then I've pinched a couple of them sockets because I needed it for maybe a job that I was on where it's failed a test and I need to replace a couple of sockets. And then I've never gone and replaced them in that box. So then I turn it to the job, and I'm short two sockets. That becomes a nightmare. Because wherever you're working, the closest wholesalers is not always the same one. And every wholesalers, yet they do supply different sockets. So if I turn up to a job and there is 10 sockets I need to put in, I always like to keep them the same brand and the same style. I like to try and treat the customer's house like I would my own. It's sort of a motto I've got in my own head that if I 
replace 10 sockets and they're all white click sockets they'll all be white quick click sockets i don't want to have to go and say well i've got a couple of white mk sockets the customer will probably not know the difference but in my head it messes with my ocd so i'd like to keep them all the same and the day that i'm going to go through today is a job where i went to change a fuse board and following a test that I'd done previous weeks before, that the house, it did have red and black cable. But following a test on them cables, there was still sufficient enough to give me good results. So I could just change the board and not have to rewire the house, which is a bonus to the customer. Because I was called up originally for the customer to say, yep, I think we need a rewire. Can you do a test to make sure to give us a, a condition report, basically, to see whether we do need a rewire or what needs doing or what needs fixing? So when I was be able to let them know that your property doesn't need a rewire, it's just a matter of upgrading maybe the fuse board and upgrading a few components, then they were quite happy. And it is good when that happens. Of course, I have to let the customer know that the electricity is going to be off for most of the day. Even if I get done a little bit sooner, I always say most of the day, just in case, because after you've turned it on, they get excited. They can turn the internet back on and cook dinner, maybe. But you're going to be testing anyway, so everything's going to be trip, trip, tripping on and off all the time, and you're going to be isolating circuits. So you want to make sure that you give them the whole day. Say, look, the electricity is going to be off all day. And also say to them, the kettle's not going to boil. And that's my slight hint to say, should you have a cup of tea? So when changing a fuse board, I always give them a price for maybe the whole day just in case anything happens because you never know you could go through and every trip trip trips off and you just obviously need to find the fault to be able to leave that property in a safe condition and what do you know it's bound to happen some cables had well they look like they've been chewed by mice there was one of the 2.5 cables for the ring main that looked like it'd been chewed by mice and i pulled them down a bit more and there was also one that looked like a 1.5 cable or one mil cable, sorry, that had been chewed by a mouse. Once again, the insulation had been rubbed right down to the bare copper. And me being surprised because it passed the insulation resistance test before, I, I asked the customer, I said, look, have you ever had a problem with mice? She said, no, not at all. I thought, right, okay, I'll give it another test just to confirm in my own head. But it was just that couple of inches that are damaged to the insulation. So I'm assuming that it's always been there. When originally, when the people wired the house, maybe 10, 15 years ago with that red and black cable, they'd pulled it over the cable and they'd rubbed the insulation off just when they were pulling cables in. So it'd been like it for years. But I had to repair that as well. So that was one repair that I wasn't really expecting to come across. After doing the test, I assumed it all, all good. But obviously, assumptions are probably a mistake sometimes. You've always got to assume as well there's going to be problems so that was one problem i dealt with i also knew that when you feed the tails in the back of the board this board was inside a kitchen so when you feed the tails down the back of the board to the outside to the meter box that was going to be a bit of a struggle maybe because it might have been put in and plastered and or i don't know cemented in the cables might be stuck they might not be free so whether i was going to have to fish new cables up or be able to use the old 16 mil or, well, I've got three chances. I've got the live, the neutral, and the earth to draw these wires in, to be able to pull these wires in. So I've got three tries to pull my new cables in, the 25 mil with the 16 mil earth. And on this occasion, I love it when a plan comes together. It worked. I just used the earth. First time I was able to pull in, I used the earth because 
is the smallest. And if you pull a 10, I think it was like a 10 mil or a six mil, maybe earth. I can't remember what it was in there now, but if you pull that in and you obviously tape it nice, nice and tight to the new tails that are going in, you can pull them down. It's less than three meters. So there was plenty of slack on both ends. So this was an occasion where a plan did come together. Again, it doesn't always work like that. It's a bit of a nightmare. Sometimes you might have to maybe chase the wall out or fish the cables up or drill down. There's something different on every property that you have to do to get them cables in. And on this occasion as well, I took all the RCBOs I needed, which was spot on. I always carry a few spare ones anyway, just in case. So I had all the RCBOs that I needed to complete that job and replace that fuse board, which saved me a trip to the wholesalers. And as you're working in people's houses, you do. You have a, a couple of tea breaks, maybe, where you just get the sockets on. So you say, right, the sockets are on and tested. Should we boil the kettle? So they board the kettle, and we had a little tea break and a chinwag with a customer. Marge was sitting there talking as well. It was quite interesting because she seemed interested in what I was doing. I was telling her about the SPDs and how they uh, they save on surge, not surge protection, and how the RCBOs work because they were completely different to the board that she'd had previously. She didn't have an RCD on them circuits. So this was a complete upgrade, and it was new, and she, she appreciated that. I was telling her why the lid doesn't stay up. It has to close down because it's a metal lid, and it has to be fire-aid and stay down. All these little things. She said, I appreciate you telling me this because no doubt her husband said the lid doesn't stay up if there's ever a fault, but there shouldn't be a fault after I've done my work. But originally, when I turned up, the plan was to spend the whole day there, to spend the whole day changing the fuse board to make it was all tip-top condition, test all the circuits to make sure that everything was fine. And because I hate it when you maybe forget to test maybe a lighting circuit. You didn't try that two-way light switch where the neutrals were commoned up and it tripped the RCD, uh, RCBOs. It always trips the RCBOs if them neutrals are crossed where someone's nicked a neutral to feed another lighting circuit, something like that it will trip the RCBO. So you have to test everything to make sure it's all clear. So that's that's what I spent my time doing to make sure that that job was spot on before I left. And being a good electrician, I'll say, I will admit it, I was done by two o'clock. So I could have just packed my kit up and sort of left. I'd even have to clear up as well because the customer said, don't worry about it, I'll do all the clearing up, which is a bonus because I'm not a fan of clearing up, to be honest. But as the customer was interested in what I was doing and me being an electrician, she asked me a lot of questions. So we got into the conversation about modern lighting. And the best way I could explain to her was to point out some old GU10 fittings inside her downstairs bathroom or downstairs toilet even, where there were old GU10 fittings that weren't even the can, they weren't fire rated or anything. And there were 50 watt lamps. So I explained that the new efficient down lights they're maybe four watt or six watt they're all color changing all singing all dancing and they're 10 times better and safer than the lights that she had installed in her property already and yes okay i admit it it was maybe a bit of a sales pitch to get more work out of it but i was just trying to help her out by saying this is available on the market you can get new lights fittings that are 10 times better than that then gu10 lamps they get red hot and heat means fire so if you did change them to led fittings they wouldn't get hot they'd be 10 times more efficient and there'd be a better light and conveniently enough i did actually have some down lights in the van that fit that description. And I think it was 
when I said that these lamps can be 4 watt rather than 50 watt is what sold it to her because she saw power signs thinking, right, I'm going to save myself a lot of energy. So Of course, the customer said, yeah, that'd be lovely if you could do it now. And conveniently, I had the time and I had the lamps. Now, in my head, I thought, right, a nice and easy job. Changing three downlights, I'll be done that in 20 minutes. But as we all know, it never always goes to plan. After taking them lights down and finding the complete bodge that someone else had wired these lights in, I can't leave it like that. I can't leave it with my name on that saying, right, I did that. Because if they pulled the lights down, they'd seal this red tape that was wrapped around connector blocks. There was a junction box with a connector blocks outside it. Yes, it connected and it probably worked for the last 10 years. But I couldn't leave it like that. So it took me a couple of hours. I touched it, said I changed the lights. So I pulled all the lights down and basically just re-terminated them and rewired the junction box just to make it a lot more safer. Well, I need to, to be honest, because it was maybe safe before because it passed all the testing. It was safe, but it just looked a lot neater. And the earths had actually sleeving on where before they were just twisted together. And of course, the customer was pleased because the new lights I installed were 10 times more efficient. And this took me up to around 4 p.m. And that's a full day for me. If I'm up bright and early to get a job done, I've got a plan in my head. I've got a plan of when I'm going to think, when I'm going to finish the day. So around 4 p.m., that's sort of my my average day. What I do, but if I am on a job and it does take me a little bit longer, I might be there till six, seven o'clock, maybe eight o'clock. Sometimes I have been at jobs where I've been there till sort of ten o'clock at night. But then if there's an advantage to it, where maybe I haven't got to work the next day i can do something else i've got another plan for the next day to do something else i will carry on to get that job done then to be nice and convenient on the way home i'll take the dog for a little wonder as well and whilst you're taking it for a wonder i've got a google spreadsheet which is on google drives on my phone where i can just download the pdf and send the invoice straight away and then a lot of the times the customer gets the invoice because it's fresh in their mind and they've just met me and they pay the invoice straight away this time it didn't happen, I'll give you that. But it is nice that you're getting paid for the job that you've done all day before you've even got home. And that way, the job's done, nice and neat, the customer's happy, the invoice is sent. So tomorrow's another day, another job. And when you start to build a customer base, you get plenty of customers that call you up and say, just do the job whenever, Ben. We're always here. So come around whenever you get a chance, whenever you've got time. Well, Obviously, you've got to book it in for a certain time anyway to let them know, right, I'll be around on this date and time. But with jobs like that, always put a little bit of a star by them to say, right, I can do that and this at any time. So if you do finish at two o'clock, you can just sort of ring them up and go, right, is it all right if I come around now? Oh, you said you're going to come around a week later. But no, I've got a bit of time now and I know it's only a couple of hour job. So would it be okay to come around now? And them little jobs, well, they make it a lot more convenient. And this also goes for maybe the big jobs. Maybe you've got a couple, a couple of electricians that are rewiring a house. They're in there, or maybe not necessarily a couple. Maybe another electrician that's employed by your company is rewiring a house. You've got a couple of spare hours, especially if they're second fixing. You could jump on there easy just with your tool bag to get in there and help them second fix, and that's going to push that job along. So having more customers, it makes your day a lot more efficient in a way. But a lot of the time, after a long day, you just want to get home. So I'm not really a fan of Married at First Sight or Big Brother, so I'm not interested in sitting down watching that. So I'll maybe jump on the computer, do a couple of videos for social media, possibly get busy doing a couple of quotes. 
And that is what I'd say is a typical day for an electrician. And I bet you a lot of electricians are pretty much the same, maybe with different jobs, different environments, different areas, but similar to what we do. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's always been like this. I've always had a good flow of customers and it's always been easy and efficient for me to send invoices out. I have had times where it's been completely different. With the jobs, they just piled up. You had the invoices and the quotes and all the certificates were getting behind. It was all getting a bit too much. And I did. I got in a position where I actually hated my job. I was stacked out with plenty of work and I didn't really have enough time to do it. So I thought I'd try and make a change to make things a little bit easier for me. Easier so I could send invoices and send the quotes and simple ways to keep a constant flow of customers. And as you can tell, it worked out pretty well because now I've got time to do this podcast and try and help other electricians to do exactly the same. And if you check out below, there'll be a couple of downloads that might help you in your business too. So until next time, I'll see you again.